Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I cannot hear it enough. I've heard it three or four times today. I rewound it a couple of times. It was happening. I watched on SportsCenter last night. I cannot see Cody Bellinger hit that home run too many times. And I'm telling you right now, if the Dodgers can find a way to win this series, they can win today. We'll see whether it's in six games, seven games, whatever. The Dodgers can win this series. Yeah. That one is going down in Dodger history as one of the most clutch, iconic moments. Even though it didn't give him the lead, it wasn't a walk-off. It was a game-tying home run. But that guy on that pitch, after as dead as the Dodgers were, extraordinary what do you think that does momentum wise is that you're still down 2-1 right but just does this shift all the momentum to the Dodgers and can it carry over and I asked that question because it felt like the Dodgers were done it, it did, really Trav. did it really can, did can I tell you something yeah okay you guys ready? You shaved your mustache. No, not yet. <laughs> we got we got to get what was it? Get seven more wins before it comes off. Um, for the first time all season long. Okay. For the 162 game regular season, mm-hmm. for the Cardinal game, one game winner take all, the entire five game nail biting one run series against the Giants, for the first time all season long, in about the sixth inning of that game yesterday, I said, you know, it ain't gonna happen. I really, I, I, and I was still, you know, had my fingers crossed, but I it, it just, no, it's, in, it's fair. in my heart, it, sure. I thought, you know what, everything that could go wrong is going wrong. Mm-hmm. That you got a little cute with the pitching. Walker Bueller had a bad day at the worst time. They can't hit. Trey Turner hit 328 this season. He can't get the ball to the It's not meant to be. And then, bam. It, bam. By the and way, I was going to say, like, oh the, the, my goodness. The bam wasn't even, it wasn't even like that. It was, you know, you mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show. See, all of a sudden, small ball, just right? Will Smith, hits. just a base hit. He's been good, by the way. A.J. Pollock, just a base hit. And then Bellinger, obviously, landing one, and you threw out some stats earlier that were out of, what'd you say, 31,000 pitches. 31,000 pitches since 2015 have been thrown at 95 miles an hour or greater. Four feet. Four feet off the ground or higher. 31,000 Nine have been hit for home runs. That was one of them. Yeah, that that's nine a thirty-one thousand. It's a you know that's why I asked you the question: Can this be one of those moments that? I mean, if you're the Atlanta Braves, how do you just get over this? Well, here's their manager Brian Snitker was asked that question. You know, hey, what what happens now after that just got dropped on your head? Mm-hmm. Hell, I don't even remember how I felt last year. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't remember what I had for breakfast, let alone. But, um, no, I mean, we feel good. We're confident. We're, you know, I think our guys, I, like I said earlier in the day, so our, our guys are every year getting more and more battle tested. Okay, Al, ask me a question. Yeah. Ask me whatever you want. Um, what, uh, how do you feel about uh, after the show today, just driving home? Um, I feel pretty good. You yeah. know, I just, um, I, you know, it's fine. It's it's fine. I'm not. I'm just, it's it's good. I I uh, um I, I think I'll get home about the time that you know it's good. It's 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 good, Al. It's good. 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 
Can I Dude, tell you something? This is the office that everybody stay calm. <laughs> well, can I tell you something? I think he tried as best as he can to be calm, cool, and collective, uh-huh. and it was awful. It wasn't and, good. And there's... And you know, there's no way. Anytime you have your voice starts cracking high as as high Start as it did, real fast. that's probably you're probably trying to yeah. It, it look deflect. There, there's a better way to handle this. The mm-hmm. guy that gave up the home run, mm-hmm. Luke Jackson. This is better. To feel like this is like a dagger. No, this is just I know you know it's speed bump in the road, and I wish it didn't happen. And I wish we were up three zero going into you know game four and having a chance to sweep. But I have no doubt at all, and just. Our team coming back and just stronger tomorrow and ready to rock and roll. Okay, cool. Mm. That's better. Yeah, yeah. I wish it didn't happen. That kind of sucks. But Sit, using I'm the same to tone of voice that you yeah. would every day, rather yeah. than all of a sudden your tone of voice gets incredibly higher. I'm fine. Stop it. Why? Why do you keep asking me if I'm fine? You ever gotten that one? Kick hey. them out. Hey. Kick all the media out. <laughs> hey, everything okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. Why do you keep asking me? I'm fine. So he hit a three-run home run. And he's 31,000 times before it's only happened eight other times. Fine. Stop asking me. What? Next. We're going to go back to Atlanta tonight. We're going to get a good night rest, (laughs) and we're going to fly back in the morning. Oh, my goodness. That, uh, yeah, it does not Mm. fill me with good. I'm happy to hear it because we'll see. They're going bullpen day today. The Dodgers have gone bullpen days three days in a row. Not by design, but by necessity. Game one, bullpen day. Game two, Max Scherzer out early. Game three, Walker Bueller out early. Julio Urias today. No no shenanigans tonight, right? I don't think, well, who knows, right? Who who, who knows? Who knows? I don't know if they're going to do it. We'll see. I don't think so. Here's the rub, though, Slee. I don't think, it hasn't been about the pitching the entire series. The Dodgers won the game where they had, by the way, they've had one inning where they were dangerous. Right, they had the eighth inning yesterday. Mookie has a double. The Smith has a hit. Pollock has a hit. Bellinger, of course, has the home run. But it's the bats. Keep in mind, I'm thrilled that it went the way that it did. That they won the game. The Dodgers had four hits going into the eighth inning. Sure. Okay, that's not going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. It's they had four hits in game two. They're not hitting now. Hopefully, this kind of lights the match and they get going from here. But I think this is the question. I think this is why we're probably going to see Gavin Lux back in the lineup today. Okay. You mentioned that it has not been, uh, it hasn't been the pitching, but I, I don't want you to just brush over the up four two going into that eighth inning. They had four hits, Al. They, I, I get it. Julio pitched bad that day, but you scored four runs. You were up two right. going they into the eighth. They scored four runs. I know, but you were in the eighth inning, and I don't disagree. You know, hitting is obviously a key part, but let's not. That was such a critical moment of the this. series. By the way, yesterday. As critical as that moment was in the eighth inning for the Braves blowing that lead, that was a critical moment for the Dodgers in Atlanta. And I, I don't, I'd hate to brush over that and say that okay, well, that wasn't a critical. I feel but like it was a critical it was, error. It was. I felt like it was a critical error by Dave Roberts by the front office of making that Let decision. Let me ask you this right now: yeah. If you said mm-hmm. the the Dodgers are going to give up four runs tonight, do you take it? I think you do. They're going to give up four runs. They're going to give up four runs. You need to score more than four to win that game. I think you do. Because here, here's what it is, too. It wasn't just that I don't have confidence runs. Dodgers will score more I than four runs. I think they'll be better today. Here, here's the thing, though. Just it wasn't like just average, that they had four runs and they had a two-run lead. Mm-hmm. I get it, and I get that Julio pitched poorly. That, that, those are all true statements. Shouldn't have been in the game. The Dodgers not only had four hits, they had nine walks. The Braves pitchers walked nine guys. Mm. They also hit a guy. Ten free guys. Ten free guys couldn't bring anybody in. Runs. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's an offense. The Dodger pitching Bueller pitched poorly yesterday, and Julio had a bad inning. 
But other than that, the Dodger the Dodger pitching yesterday well, Julio, was extraordinary. But that's Julio's bad inning was Julio shouldn't have been in a game. But that's I, I agree. It's, that's it's a that's a different conversation. We're done with here's that. here's another thing. Yeah. Here's here's a name that we have not said. I don't think we've said it yet. We've been on the air two hours and fifteen minutes. I don't yep. think we've said it. Kenley? Yes. Mm-hmm. How good was that dude? No, was Strikes out the side. By the way, you got Riley, you got Jock Peterson, and you got Duvall. Other than Freddie Freeman and Albies, those are their three best guys. Right? That that's the heart and of the And to go order. in order. Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. And strike out the side. And never at any moment give them any indication that they're even in the count. It, it was the dagger on top of the dagger, right? Mm-hmm. Home run ties the game. The Braves are lying to themselves at this point. Say, hey, we're okay. It's a tie game. It's it's okay. Yeah, the the, the then, Mookie part Then is... Mookie gets the hit to give you the lead, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're probably saying, hey, guys, we're down one run. We've we've been doing this. We were down two runs in the eighth inning the other day. We got, we're only down one run. This guy has been so good, he's bound to wobble a little bit. Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. He has been... As good as you could be so far through this series. And see how I did that? You put it in so far through the series so the gods are appeased. Yeah. But they he comes out, and it's not – he's not nibbling. He's not falling behind. Going right after he's, these guys. With, he in up, complete command. Complete control. Mm-hmm. He gave up the one hit in game two. I think he threw one pitch. He threw right? one pitch. It was he on the first pitch. pitch. It was already a dude on second. I jumped him. Okay, so – you know that you brought up something there that I think won't get as much love today because you know arguably I, I get it I understand it. what Bellinger accomplished yesterday was amazing and how he got to home plate after he hit the home run I, I don't know it took four minutes okay <laughs> he's pretty um, excited <clears throat> but I say that because the fact that they tied the game up five two mm-hmm. or they tied it up at five apiece and still in the same inning Chris Taylor gets on Chris Taylor steals second. And then eventually Mookie gets a double. I mean, I, I don't I don't know how to emphasize that enough. Do you know how yeah. content you should be when you're down three runs and you tie the game at five apiece just to go to extra innings or just get to the ninth? That's naturally what it is. And then it was small baseball that eventually won them it and was got them a, the it next was a run. Single and a stolen base, but what they did in the eighth inning Slee, is exactly what they couldn't do in the first inning. They they had somebody on the ropes sure. and they took advantage of it. Yeah, because the place is right. This is it goes back to what we were saying earlier. This is why I wanted Dave to lose his mind in the fourth inning mm-hmm. when Walker Bueller got hooked on that call. Right, it was a strike. Jerry Mills missed it. It was everybody in the ballpark, including Jock Peterson, knew that it was strike three. Yeah, yeah. and he was given a second life and. The baseball gods don't like that, so sure as you know what, a base hit was coming. Mm-hmm. And then it spiraled. They had a four-pitch walk. It, it got a – I wanted Dave to go nuts for exactly that reason. Let's light a fire here. Let's get these 55,000 people rocking a little bit to try to put a little pressure on the Braves, put a little pressure on the umpire, because when Bellinger hit that place, it went from nothing's going on to uh, Will Smith got a hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, A.J. Pollock got a hit. Hey, you know what? One swing, we tie the game. Oh, my goodness. Look at – and the place is going crazy. They had them on tilt. They had them on the ropes, and Taylor and Mookie knocked them out. Is there a place uh, that you go to for worship for the baseball gods? Like, I, I don't know how to, it works. It, let me explain it to you. Yeah. You need to acknowledge their existence, mm-hmm. which you're coming around on. Mm-hmm. Just treat them with respect. That's all. You don't have yeah, to go to a. Yeah, you're very respectful when it comes you, to the baseball guys. You don't have to go to a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. You can worship in your own way. You can yep. do it at home. You can do it in your car. You make donations. No. Like, how does that part work? You, your donations are through respect. Mm-hmm. Your donations are through the vocabulary in which. So you there's no Sunday service. No. This could be you, a Monday. All the time. It could be a Tuesday at five o'clock, five thirty at night. And they they are vengeful. 
and they hear everything. So if you miss, you need to very quickly try to appease them by saying something terrible about your team. That's how that works. Let's try a phone call here. Uh, Rick is up next. Rick, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Rick? Good morning. I hope guys are well. I think uh, if you look at Trey Turner historically, he's played in about 40 postseason games, and he's hitting career in about 40 postseason games, approximately 200, and it's a soft 200. And so the Dodgers have him hitting in the number three spot, which is the run-producing spot, which is not suited for him anyway. So I think that's a problem in the lineup. So if it were me, and I know they miss Muncie, because Muncie, obviously, that spot. And they also miss Justin Turner. Justin Turner, obviously, is hurting, and he's not at full strength, and mm-hmm. that's why he's struggling, or that's what I think. So what I would do is I would take – Trey Turner, and put him at the top of the lineup. I'd put him in the leadoff spot. I'd move Mookie to the second spot. I'd move Corey Seager to the third spot. And I would take – and that would take pressure, I think, off of Turner and put him in the spot that I think he's best suited to use his speed. It's it's an interesting idea, Rick. Thank you for the call. Um, The Dodgers did do that for a while. When they first got Trey Turner, they were experimenting with him in different parts of the order. He did hit in the leadoff spot a little bit. He did hit in that second spot a little bit. But where he really got going was when they put him in the third spot. Like he's saying, oh, that's a run production spot. That's not his game. I just, these are just facts. Yeah. 328 batting average, best in the major leagues. Okay. He hit 28 home runs. This is not a punch and Judy. He hit 28 home runs. He had an OPS of 911. That's 13th best in the Mm. league. Okay, so he is a run producer. I, I, I'm with you, Rick. He's ice cold. He, he's, he can't buy a hit right now. He's a little scratch hit. And I don't disagree with the idea of tinkering with the lineup a little bit. Just see if you can get something going. But do you really want to take Mookie out of that leadoff spot? Mookie's getting on base four times a night. Let's leave him where he is. If you want to flip-flop Seager and, and Turner, all right, we can do that. But now you've got right, right, left, where suppose it's, it's right, left, right. You have matchup problems. There's a lot that goes into this. But – Trey Turner is one of the best hitters in baseball who just happens to be ice cold right now. All right, today's uh, stat hero of the day, this one's easy. Cody (laughs) Bellinger. Cody Bellinger, a ninth career playoff home run in the postseason. Obviously, just an unbelievable moment for him. Um, One of those moments that you mentioned, Trav, listen, you got to win the series. Yes, that's what will make it more iconic. Do you have to win the World Series? Yes. And that's yes, what will make it more iconic as well. If they don't, yeah. It's a footnote if they don't. All right, Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa show. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN. Stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for 300% back on your first play. Pretty cool footnote, but it would be a footnote if they don't win. I, you know what? I'm feeling pretty optimistic all no, over. No, it has to happen. Win, win that, that's, that's, the way, that's the way it works. How many innings from Julio tonight? Five? Is that good enough? You sign five, up for five right now? Five is good enough. Yeah, I think five's the number. I think especially five, especially his last performance, you're kind of questioning, hey, is he good? Is he fresh? Is he this? Let's get five innings from Julio, and I think you're good to go. Sixth inning is a combo Vezia-Bickford situation. Yep. Seventh, Kelly. Eighth, Trinan. Kenley Jansen in the ninth. Let's go to game four. Why screw it up? Why do you keep tinkering with it? Why don't we have Kenley pitch the opening inning? Why don't we do that? Have, sure. Have Blake Trinan pitch four innings in the middle <laughs> Just seeing, hey, let's get creative. Let's uh, let's figure out a way to do this. Lakers dropped their opener last night, and now I got some questions for you on fit 
And what happens next? Because uh, that didn't look so didn't look good, and they got night. Phoenix coming up on uh, on Friday. Yeah, they're not any good. All they did was go to the finals. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Breaking news, Al. Duvall, who is a loyal listener of ours, thank you, Duvall, just informed me of something that the reason there were no uh, Uncrustables in that cooler at yeah. the uh, Laker game, mm-hmm. apparently there's an Uncrustable shortage. You know, there's all sorts of stuff or just we're running out of it because yeah. you can you can see them. You can see all the ships out in the channel lined up ready to give us all mm-hmm. our stuff. Apparently, at least one of those ships is filled with Uncrustables because there's a, a nationwide Uncrustable shortage. Here'd be my question right Get out the gate. Yeah, yeah, right out the gate. I want to know Duval's sources. <laughs> Maybe he works for Smuckers. I mean, I listen... <laughs> I saw Woj yesterday in the media room. I saw him all over the place. I saw him on the phone a lot. By the way, Woj just looks like somebody who's really busy. Because every time I do look at him, he's just there's phone calls, and I can only imagine what's going on in the background. (laughs) I don't know what who his source is on these uncrustables. We gotta get this thing figured out. I trust Duval. He's been a loyal listener, and I will take his word as uh, the gospel truth. A little more suspicious. Is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. One more tweet. This is from Kevin Henderson. Kevin says, "Trav, you were the best guy on ESPN until you just advocated for going back to an office." And then he writes, biggest jump from regular to postseason is the NHL. It's a big jump, but regular season hockey is still pretty fun. Regular season baseball, even for a baseball person like me, can get a little tedious. I wasn't advocating for going back to the office. What I was saying was when the office says come back in, you have to come back in. I'm not saying that if you want to work from home, whatever. But if the boss says come in, you got to come in. Pretty easy. I know a lot of people that uh, I don't know if they're going to ever go back to an office. They're just going to choose not to work? No. I think there are going to be a lot of businesses that are going to say, you know what, you're good. If they give you the option, then it's up to you. But if they say, hey, you know what, we're back, we're open, come on in, we're going to do this. And I like, uh, you know, Fido over here needs my TLC 23 hours a day. It doesn't work. Fido's living a good life. (laughs) Yeah. But how about this? Fido starves to death if you don't go to work. So how about we go to work a little bit and take care of business? All right. Um, Lakers lose last night. We know that. We know that um, Russ didn't look super comfortable in the role that they had him in last night. We know that. LeBron and AD, Al, looked fantastic. So I know that we're kind of preoccupied on the Russell Westbrook performance and the fact that they lost despite that Steph didn't play. But AD and LeBron looked like they are really here to prove people that last year was an aberration, that last year was not who they've become. That Yeah, guys, you understand why we lost last year because look at this. A couple of days ago, um, LeBron addressed the media, and the question came up like, hey, is there kind of extra motivation because of how last season went? And he said, no, clean slate. And I think part of the reason he was talking about that was there are 11 new players on the team. So it's not like he's going back with the same dudes and it's the same feeling and it's Schroeder and Montrez and Marcus. It's not that. It's not like you were in the playoffs and you just lost to 
a team that beat you in seven games because they just played better. No, Lakers got injured. They have a completely different roster. Only THT, LeBron, and Anthony Davis mm-hmm. are left. Um, you know what they look like, both AD and LeBron? Fresh. Yeah. Healthy. Healthy. But it, look, Enough time off. Should I stop being surprised by the fact that LeBron James is going to blow me away every time? Because – no, I think you should be surprised. It, it's his 19th season. We talked yeah. about it before. It's really not his 19th season. It's really his 23rd season, if we're being just minutes-wise, games-wise. Um, and he was out there looking like he was, you know, instead of being 36, he looked like he was 26. Mm-hmm. And maybe his game is a little different and maybe not quite as explosive athletically, but he looked quick. He looks lean. He looks incredibly spry, for lack of a... He, just, he yeah. just does not look like somebody who's in his 19th year in the league. 19 years in the league, you think of Vince Carter when he was at the end of the line. And look... Carmelo say, Anthony. Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Co- Co- Kobe's game was so not what Kobe's game was towards the end of his career. Sure. That, but it's Kobe and all those things. But it was he wasn't Kobe anymore. He was Kobe because he was, but the game wasn't Kobe Bryant's game. LeBron's game is still LeBron's game. Well, Kobe, I, I think one of the things with Kobe is... You know, he also ended up on a roster where it was just team. complete draft picks and everything else. LBJ, obviously, still at this stage of his career, is building and helping build championship roster. Mm-hmm. So, um, to answer your question on the, on the LeBron and Anthony Davis part, no, they looked great, but they looked fresh. They looked healthy. Now, it's game one. We're in October. Uh, what are they going to look like come January? What, was, what will LeBron look like come March? Listen, I don't think you you need to say, should I be surprised? Yeah, I think you should be surprised because every freaking year he accomplishes something. We should take a step back and say, is this dude still doing it at this level? And he still is. All right, let's try our first phone call here. This is Inglewood and Stuart. Stuart, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Stuart? Hey, what's going on, guys? I had a quick question, man, because I want to know if it was just me or is this season kind of giving uh, you the uh, 2012 Laker vibe when we had Steve Nash and Dwight Howard? Because I just remember that season. We started off 0-8 in preseason, and they kept saying all season they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. And we hovered around the AC the whole season, and we ended up getting the AC, getting put out first round by San Antonio Spurs. So I just wanted to get your opinion. Does it kind of feel like that vibe this year or not? Appreciate you calling in. Um, I could see I could see some of the comparisons. This, Trav, these would be the comparisons. Comparisons would be, yes, they did start 0-8 in the preseason. I didn't know that. Then they started the regular season. I think 1-4, and 1-5, and five, something like that. Was everybody then they, healthy? Everybody was healthy. Okay. And then they make uh, a head coaching change. You know, if you remember. Well, that's Mike Brown. Got, that's Mike Brown. Yeah, so that's that's, right. that's all that situation that Look was going on right Fogel. there. <laughs> I think he's probably okay. Now, now this is this is where I'd say is a different. First of all, you know, you've played one game, one real game. If you start off 0-3 or 1-4, 1-5, I'd be telling you that, okay, you know what, uh, yes, it's going to take time, yes, all that stuff, but no, there's some concerns. There would be some concerns. You shouldn't – the schedule is so advantageous to start off that you're supposed to win these games early on. Tougher matchup, Golden State without Klay Thompson and without Wiseman or the Phoenix Suns on Friday? The Suns. Suns, no question sure. about it. Okay. Yeah. You have after the Suns, you got Memphis at home, then you got San Antonio – I think Houston for two in a row, Oklahoma City. You got some really bad teams you're going to face. 
they should be able to start kind of figuring some of this stuff out. I don't want to make the comparisons to 2012 because I think there were a lot more issues there. Nash was injured. Remember, Nash pretty much early on started sure. dealing with his injuries. Kobe, by the end of the season, Didn't used— did they put Powell on ice, too, for a while? They're like, no, nah, this isn't going to work. We're going to have to figure out a different piece. They, they stopped using him the way they were they using him, use him the wrong way. Right. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, long story short, I, I, I'm not ready to make any comparisons there. Let's try another one. Ian in Redondo Beach. Ian, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Ian? Hey, Travis and Slee. Uh, thanks for taking my call. So, my, my number one concern for the Lakers, I know it's only game one, is mainly the defense. I'm not too worried about the offense. And secondly, I think Russell Westbrook was more of an insurance policy for the Lakers, uh, just in case AD or LeBron gets hurt. Um, and uh, that's what I think. That's Appreciate my thought. it, man. Thanks for calling in. in. You know, I, I don't know about insurance policy. I, I will say I think what the Lakers did, which they might not have to you know, deal with this because we don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie Irving. Used yesterday as a perfect example. Yeah. Brooklyn <laughs> plays the Bucks. Uh-huh. Brooklyn does not have Kyrie. And I know you're probably going to hate for me to say this. Brooklyn could be the difference of, you know, the, the the Brooklyn Nets might have to have Kyrie to win a championship. I, think that, I, yeah. I don't think that's a stretch. I don't want right? to live in that world, but it may be true. But it may be the case. Yeah. So you got Brooklyn yesterday or Milwaukee yesterday. They get their championship ring. Okay. Giannis looks like. Dude. Does Giannis not look like a guy? You actually said this when we were chatting before the Dude. show. Whatever my weakness is. I'm going to go in the offseason, and I'm going to spend hours upon hours trying to work on that weakness. It's what Magic did. Mm -hmm. It's what Kobe did. It's what the greats do. And this is why I think that I'm, I'm kind of spinning off okay. on a tangent go. here. Mm -hmm. This is why Embiid and Doc Rivers are looking at Ben Simmons like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, dude? You've been in the league how long, and you're still the exact same guy you were when you got here. You're not working. And then you look at Giannis, who I think already— Michael might be the only—me and Michael might be the only ones who like Ben Simmons' you, game. Well— Doc Rivers doesn't. Joel Embiid doesn't. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I, no, that's a different conversation. <laughs> the, the way they handled it yeah, is a it bad It is a different look, conversation. You're but right. his game is not any better than when it came into this league. He still can't shoot free throws. He still won't shoot the ball from the perimeter. Mm -hmm. And he's got some real problems. And But the point of all this is to say Giannis is already an MVP. Mm -hmm. Giannis is already an NBA champion. Giannis is already a made man in this league. Giannis has got – he's in the Hall of Fame. Giannis, he, he, he's in. Right? Got better. He went he went to work this summer and got better. Did you see that guy last night? He had the it was I forget where it was in the game. I was watching the highlights at the halftime of the Laker game. He's at full speed. He does a three sixty bring the ball up the floor. It, it, with the ball. Uh -huh. There's a three sixty in the middle of the floor, attacks the rim. It felt like he took off around the three point line. It yeah. probably was a little closer than that. He's going up, he's got the ball loaded like he's gonna flush and just hammer it down. He realizes he's not gonna get quite there and just very softly drops it in with a finger roll it was beautiful it's a seven foot man doing that play doing it in the first game of the season full speed on the heels of an nba championship on the heels of winning nba uh the mvp on the heels of being the defensive player of the year all of these things he's done mm. he's getting better that is a bad you know what so to go to that caller he said that he thought russell westbrook was going to be more of like a luxury hey if something happens you have him there no I think Russ is there, first of all, because they have Kyrie, James Harden, and, and Kevin Durant. And, Trav, we might be turning to this pretty soon. 
Maybe the Milwaukee Bucks have their own big three. Maybe that's the team that's going to be the most dangerous in the Eastern Conference, especially if Kyrie doesn't come back. All right, Dodgers, game four this afternoon slash tonight, Al. You can relax. That's much better. <laughs> By the way, you know it's how yesterday— the afternoon or the I think, evening. The I think you were, right? you were talking about yesterday about how you're like, hey, Al, you know, this is what you have planned. I had this window of 14 hours in between our <laughs> show and the Lakers pregame show. Uh-huh. But how you can sit back and watch all the games. I enjoyed myself. Kind of have that tonight. <laughs> you get to do that tonight. You get to see that. Here's a question for you, though, moving forward. If do Astros to play it, tonight, too? Astros, Red Sox? I think they do. They'll do. go their third I think they do straight. Have yeah. the third one. What do the Dodgers do with Walker Buehler? Do they have a question that they need to answer after his performance yesterday? We'll get into that, plus what we expect to see from Julio today. It's all coming up. Plus, we've got more sweet passes. We are giving away L.A. Kings, Montreal Canadiens sweet passes. Like right now? Saturday, October 30th. Right now. You want to call right now. You want to be caller number 10. Here's the number. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. And you can win tickets to see the Kings and the Canadians on October 30th. I just, I'm, I'm curious. We are spoiled, our listeners. I mean, every single day we're just giving away stuff. Uh, you want Kings... Hockey sweet passes, 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here. This is the Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Trav, looks like we got a winner. We got a winner. Anna Ball in Glendale. Appreciate you calling in to the Travis and Sleeva Show. Uh, Los Angeles Kings Sweet Night Ticket. So appreciate you calling. If you called and you're still on hold, listen, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But it's over. Yeah, you know what? Speaking yeah. of the Kings, you know, Bailey was in here yesterday. Yep. Had a really nice, by the way, when you left, him and I had an awesome heart-to-heart conversation. <laughs> you guys got to know each other 45 a little bit? minutes, maybe an hour. <laughs> it's a long way yeah. for him to ride on that grease board mm-hmm. for 45 minutes. He called the Dodger score kind of close. He said the oh, Dodgers, said 6-3. He said 6-3 yeah. and 6-5. Yeah. It's not super far off. No. Dodgers need to score how many runs today, Al? To um, win. You get six, you're winning the game. I think so, too. If I yeah. win the game? Yeah, that's the six. right answer too. That's the right answer too. Five, five and six. Five feels a lot worse than six. But by the way, isn't that funny? But I think that's also because you look at Atlanta and you look at their lineup, and you know there's a number of guys could get going as well. So I, I think that has something to do with. It. If it was the Giants, which I know is kind of crazy, with the Giants, you felt like you didn't have to score as many runs to win. Atlanta's much more dangerous offensively. Yeah. Much. And look, it happened yesterday. Now, thankfully, it wasn't. <laughs> Giants had to play. Giants had perfect. to give up no runs yes. in order to win. I mean, they almost played perfect in three games. So. The 
the Freddie Freeman thing happened yesterday. What did he have struck out seven times in a row and got out eight times in a row? Was he three for four he yesterday? He had three hits yesterday. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was a matter of time. They're all replays too. It's he, like the same thing. He's a fantastic yeah. hitter. He's yeah. one of the best hitters in baseball. That was going to happen, which gives you the optimism about Trey, uh, Trey Turner when you talk about him. That that's a guy because I think actually when you were saying this, you were talking about we were talking about Freeman the way that the Dodgers still see him as dangerous, doesn't matter how many times he strikes out in a row, that the Braves look no at question. Turner the same exact way. Especially because they see him so often. When yeah. he was with the Nationals, you're going to play them 19 times a year. You see it over and over again. This, I know this is a cliche, but it bears repeating. Trey Turner and who are the other great hitters in the league? Mike Trout and Corey Seager and Mookie Betts. Take, pick, pick, pick Juan Soto. Pick any of the best hitters in the league, Yeah, right? They're going to have a seven- or eight-game stretch where nothing's going their mm -hmm. way just happens that this is a seven or eight game stretch where they're the only game that's taken place the magnifying glass is that much bigger mm -hmm. this does not mean that trey turner is afraid of the moment this does not mean that he lost his swing it means that you know what it happens to the very best hitters where for six games you can't get a hit but at the same time just the predicament the situation the fact that you are in the playoffs the fact that it's your first playoff run with the dodgers you're right there is a kind of an extra microscope on uh, on Trey Turner. And if it was Mookie, we'd be having the same conversation about Mookie Betts. He just happens to be hitting He's unconscious. Uh, 700. He is absolutely unconscious. And then there's Cody Bellinger, okay? Nine playoff home run – or nine career playoff home runs for mm -hmm. Cody Bellinger, which is really – he's only been in the league four years. He's got nine Jeez. playoff home runs. I don't know if that says more about Bellinger or the fact that every single time you're sitting in the postseason – was am I right on this? Wasn't there a stat yesterday I thought – that most postseason starts for the Dodgers, uh, Clayton Kershaw is first on that list. About pitching starts? Pitching okay. starts. Clayton Kershaw is, on that yeah. is first on that list. And I thought they said Walker Buehler was second. I didn't see that, but I would believe that to be true. Because and I'm like, wait a minute here. But it just kind of shows <laughs> the Dodgers are always there. That's exactly what it is. It shows that they're always there, and the Walker Buehler and Clayton Kershaw era can contain multiple rounds of playoffs, and mm. they always win, where in Oral Hershiser's day, you won the National League West. You went to the National League Championship Series. You just go straight into it, and here you go. Now there's a wild card round that yeah, counts. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah, yeah, the division right. round that counts. There's the LCS that counts, mm -hmm. and there's the World Series. You could have five rounds, potentially, of, of, of playoff baseball that you have to get through. Um, here's Cody Bellinger talking about some of his playoff success, which is the, not only those nine home runs, four of them have come in the eighth inning or later that have given them the lead or tied the game. The guy is locked in Jeez. in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, uh, in a way, it's a whole different season. You know, luckily for me, I got a clean slate going into the postseason, and uh, I was feeling good towards the end of the regular season. And, you know, just try to continue that and continue that feel and uh, into the postseason and help this team win. All right. This is what makes baseball so much fun and so madding maddeningly difficult to comprehend. Hmm. He, I don't know how to say this without it sounding so terrible. He was one of the worst players in the league for six months. Mm -hmm. Just, he was. Okay, I don't get any pleasure out of saying that. I wish it weren't true. He was. Not only was he only hitting a buck 60, he was striking out constantly. Swinging when, at when everything. Get, yep. Swinging at everything. Mm -hmm. Late chasing bad pitches. He'd, lo he'd lost it. I remember we talked, is, is he broken? Is he broken forever? It was a real, all of a sudden, you flip the page to a new series, and he's the same guy again. Go figure. Not, I guarantee you he's not eating different. He's not prepared. It's just I don't know what happened. Baseball yeah. just all of a sudden magic wand, and it's like, oh, yeah, I know how to do this again. Well, I, I wonder, you know, how much is that is just his own confidence, right? Oh, like for just, sure. I, I think there's – it's impossible 
Right now, Mookie bets. There's not a pitch that comes that he doesn't think I'm going to do something with. This. <laughs> You're right, right. And I'm sure there was, and and a lot of that is just based upon the confidence he has at this stage because he's so he's playing so hot. I'm sure there was such a long stretch where Bellinger was sitting back and saying, "I have no idea where I'm swinging. I have no idea what I'm looking for. I have no idea if I should be just trying to swing for a base hit or swing for the fences." And for the first time in a while, Bellinger looks like he knows what he's doing again. Here's Dave talking about today's starting pitcher. I thought if the Dodgers won last night, they might go bullpen. They're not. They're going Julio. And Dave was asked, "Which I think is a good idea." I, I do too. Yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with yeah. it. But he was asked, "Hey, you know, he pitched a couple of days ago. Does that affect today?" I, I don't think so. Um, I, I feel good where he's at, and um, I'm going to watch him uh, as long as he's being efficient and um, throwing the baseball well. We're going to let him run. This is all eye test stuff, right? This is not pitch count. This is not innings. This is not How's matchups. he look? How does it look? Does he have control? Is he walking guys? Is he getting a lot of three, two counts? It, are they hitting the ball in the barrel? Yep. <laughs> if they're hitting the ball in the barrel, next. Because and, and the Dodgers are in a really precarious situation. They've had two bullpen games, even though they weren't bullpen games, after having a real bullpen, bullpen game day. with right. the bullpen sure, game coming tomorrow. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they are one bad Julio start away from having five bullpen games in a row. You know, we said that yesterday that, you know, it, it was about Walker Bueller not just pitching a good game, but it's also pitching deep into a game. Deep in the playoffs, you're talking six innings. That's deep in the playoffs. I'd even take five right now, Al. Even that, right? Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. No. And you ended up using nine pitchers yesterday. Record, I believe, right? Did Emily, did you tell me that, that that was a record? Nine pitchers in a nine-inning game? Yep, franchise record in the postseason for Crazy. the Dodgers. And here you are turning right back around in, in a similar position. All right, let's try a quick one. Our pal Solomon in Lake Balboa. What's up, Solomon? Yeah, hey, guys. Um, you know, I had a couple things to say regarding the Dodgers. Uh, Julio Arias, Gavin Lux, and, and um, Justin Turner. On Julio... Yeah, I think you're maybe screwing around with him a little bit too much. But in a way, uh, Robert's hands are tied because you don't have Kershaw. Had Kershaw last year made a difference. Gavin Lux, um, you got to get him out of center field. That error extended the inning. You lost the pitcher. You basically he had to eventually pull Bueller. If he makes that catch, it's a different inning. And Justin Turner is tired and beat up. I think he needs a day. So, that's my that's my take yeah. on that. Appreciate and, it, Solomon. Uh, Thank you, man. You got it. I, I think he's going to be in center field. I think you're going to have to cross your fingers, hold your breath, do whatever you got to do. Cause everything he's he said, fair point. Yeah. Look. Fair, right? Like, everything he said is – and I'm with you. I think Lux will be – you and I were making the having the conversation. Chris Taylor, we, we just kind of know he's going to be in there. The question just comes down to either A.J. Pollock or you're going to go with, uh, with Gavin Lux, and I think – if Lux is there, nobody's going to be surprised. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It was, you got to catch that ball. Let, you got to make the plays that you got to make because he's right about that inning turned on that play. Now, Bueller, for the first time in a long time, I saw him kind of shrink from the moment. And, and I don't think it's a permanent thing. I don't think this is something that follows him to the next start. He's upset but, at a pitch that he thought well, – not he thought, was strike three. It was strike three. They're already He'd already gotten an out in center field that was not turned into an out. 100%. So now all of a sudden you're asking him to get five outs yeah. in one inning. Yeah. That's really hard to do. If you got to get five outs, you're going to give up some runs, and then he completely lost at four-pitch walk. It just kind of spiraled out of control from there. He'll be all right. If if you can get, if you said to me right now, you're going to get to a game seven, yeah. and Walker Bueller's got the ball, is anybody not thrilled with that? Well, the way they're set up, um, you know, you win one of these next two games, 
you're set up for game six and seven to go Scherzer and Bueller in Atlanta. That's what it's set up for on full day's rest. So just you know, keep that one in mind. Don't think the Atlanta Braves don't understand <laughs> the what happened yesterday and the urgency coming into these games. All right, coming up next, the dump. And now you're going to want to get your wallet out because there are some very expensive items that I think you're going to want to buy. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> I didn't say that she isn't a talented performer. I didn't say that she wasn't How is a she successful recording artist. The greatest. She's like the Bo Jackson of sports. <laughs> you guys are treating her like she's Meryl Streep. We're not treating her. the The market is treating her that way. Yeah, this must be why she's the market so many speaks. No, she she packs the. She's still selling out concerts, right? That's happening. Did she do the? Was she? No, she wasn't the Vegas. Uh, residency or whatever yeah, she no, wasn't I don't think that. so that no, was Britney Britney oh, had it Celine Dion I think had it Brittany. she's freed she is freed. she's out yeah. she's uh she's doing her thing now let's do a little dump okay you're a basketball fan are you a college basketball fan uh you know I follow my Aztecs okay. San Diego State University um but other than that you can play 30 regular season games literally none of them matter you just have to win the Mountain West and you're in <laughs> yeah beat yeah Beat New Mexico <laughs> and, Air Force and Fresno and, State, yeah. and here's your ticket to the big dance. All right. So, well, maybe you're not the market for this, but okay. keep in mind, it is uh, Mike Krzyzewski's last Final season, season as coach of the Duke Blue Devils, yeah. um, and it's already starting. Their tributes are going to be nauseating oh. along the way. You can, you can take that to the bank. Four tickets for his final game against North Carolina, Duke-Carolina rivalry, final game. One million dollars. What do you mean? One million dollars. Million dollars. So four you, tickets to the North Carolina Duke game. Final Duke Mike Krzyzewski's final game. Went for a million dollars. Million bucks. So if you win million dollar Mondays here on ESPN, you could spend it all on Mike Krzyzewski tickets if you'd like. One million dollars. What? Yeah, I think that that feels seems a little high. extreme. It seems pretty good. The cheapest ticket to get into that game, sixty five hundred. So you can get you know a nosebleed seat for sixty five. You know what I do? Forty bucks parking. <laughs> Sit there in the parking lot when everybody comes out. Um, take some photos, throw it on the gram, and say, hey, "I was just coming out awesome. of the game. Great game. Way to go, Coach. <laughs> Love you. Can't believe I dropped that much dough." Are you a Coach K guy? Yeah, I respect how long he's been. You know what I respect more than anything else? I like how other people respect him. Mm -hmm. So because other players and other coaches respect him the way they do, I've never met him. Never, you know, I have no personal story with him, but they respect him so much that it's very easy to respect what he's done. So Mike Krzyzewski is on a very short list for me of guys that I've done a complete 180 on. I, I used to be in the kind of what I would think is probably the more popular side of it, which is ah, Duke wins all the time. They whine all the time. He yeah. gets every call. He's always, you know, Mike Krzyzewski, that guy can get lost. I was in that category. He came in to do an interview one time in person and okay. sat with us for – the better part of an hour. Mm. He's awesome. Mm. He's funny. He's he's self-deprecating. He's he's a guy's guy. Like I would have never ever thought that Mike Shishovsky was a guy that could just sit around and shoot the breeze for an hour and have it be awesome. He's really good at telling stories. And from that moment forward, I am a hundred percent. I don't. I still don't like Duke, but I like him. So that's the tough part when you ask. What do you think of this individual? I've never met him. Yeah. Right? So, like, all I can do is just have it be based on somebody else's story or hearing other players 
talk and respect the way they do, you know, obviously Coach K. So that's a good story. The Ben Simmons thing keeps getting more and more No, it looks up. like it's good. It looks like he's <laughs> – something happened in the last 24 hours. He's got uh, a jump shot. and He's he's suspended for their opening game. Kay. He got kicked out of practice. Damn, what a jo- bad look for everybody. Joel Awful Embiid look. basically just said, we don't want him around We're not babysitting anymore. the dude. Right. Mm-hmm. The Doc Rivers was basically point, painted into a corner because apparently, as the reporting goes, Simmons wouldn't engage in practice. He wouldn't. He would not participate in a meaningful way, which means he got kicked out. He got suspended. This thing could not have been handled worse by all parties involved: by Simmons, mm-hmm. by Simmons's team, by Doc, by Joel Embiid, by the Sixers. Everybody that had a chance to do it wrong did. Well, this is um, this is going to be the interesting thing: is okay, what happens from here? Because if Ben Simmons wants to get out of Philly, which he clearly does. Philadelphia is going to try to get every possible asset and the most they can get for a what player who's under contract. Now? Well, you know, that that's the question. Is does, Has this hurt Ben Simmons with other teams and organizations? Michael in the pregame Maybe show not. said no, it yeah, won't It won't I, hurt him. I like There's teams out there that just understand he just wants out of that predicament. But I don't think you could just all of a sudden look at it and say, the dude just straight up gave up. He's yes. like, no, 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 I'm going to come to practice just because I want to get paid. My cell phone's going to be in my pocket. I'm going to order Grubhub <laughs> when I'm on the side here. I mean, I'm doing my own thing. That's a bad look. It's I, a I don't know how look. else to you know, explain it to you. There are going to be franchises out there who are A, desperate, B, are rebuilding, that they will most definitely bring on Ben Simmons if that opportunity presents itself. But I don't know how this is going to play out. He he will get an I don't opportunity like it. because he's, he's an incredible talent. I, I don't like it. I don't like the Ben Simmons part of it. No, ben Simmons, no, you are no, no, looking no. like it looks like you know. Yes, what? It, it it looks like that. And here's the other thing. And this kind of comes. It's not the, a perfect comparison, but it's similar. Kyrie Irving, you guys want to play or not? Because your your actions are indicating to me that you're not that interested in being a part of this league. I know you want your money. I know that you want to make a a, a statement one way or the other, but. Ben Simmons has really never shown that he loves playing basketball or else his game would have improved. His free throw shooting would have improved. His jump shot would have improved. His teammates would embrace him. His coach would embrace him. The city, it's none of these things are happening. It just, and and look, I'm not around him every day. You're not around him every day, but the people that are, are over him. Can I read something to you? Simmons will be fined $330,000 for missing Wednesday's game. Which, which will bring his fines for missed games, including the preseason, to more than $1.7 million. Yeah, it's a lot. Hope it's worth it. <laughs> he couldn't. He could, he could have gone to two Mike Krzyzewski games for <laughs> $1.7 million. That's a lot of money. Happy birthday to Snoop. Turns 50 today. 50? Snoop is 50 today. Snoop Dogg is 50? How great is that? I wonder what he'll do. I wonder how he'll celebrate. It's a quiet night. Very, very low night. Just, I think he's actually watching a Squid Game. I think he's going to go to Chili's, <laughs> get uh, get baby back ribs, and come home, go to bed early. I think that's how he's a baby go. back ribs commercial. It's like that's where I want to go. One of my favorites, Slee, also turns fifty six today. Okay, Johnny Lawrence, the man. Johnny Lawrence, Just William Zapka, man. turns fifty six years old today. How good is that? I mean, listen, um, if Daniel Larusso wasn't available, I'm definitely. <laughs> Johnny Lawrence guy. Daniel LaRusso and Madonna in an acting contest. Go. <laughs> that Madonna. Be, yeah, I think you're right. I think we found the answer I to think that. Madonna wins. Uh, Jim from The Office. John Krasinski uh, turns 42 today. Okay. I bet you he's had a pretty good yeah, life. Yeah, that's not Married bad. to Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. 
famous television show. Yep. He's got movie roles. He's got a cool little side thing going on on Amazon with the, uh, Jack Reacher. Not Jack Reacher. That's Jack uh, Ryan. Jack Ryan. Thank you, Emily. How Jack about Ryan. the checks coming in? Oh, yeah. That's, we're and how here. long that's going to go for? Think, think about how cool this would be. You just get to do what you want. Yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to. Everything's taken care of. I, I don't have to worry about a bite of food. And every time rent, you go to the I'm mailbox, good. because there's no direct it deposit, with there's a bills. check. <laughs> There's a suitcase in there. Every uh, week they come in with a suitcase. It's a pretty good deal. Being uh, being Jim from the office is pretty good, and Pam from the office is still yeah, not number bad. one. Yeah, pretty not pretty bad. huge fan of old uh, Jenna Fisher over here. How do people find the pod? All right, ESPN app on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sliwa. Get, catch the full three hours. We're back tomorrow morning at 9.55. All right, back tomorrow morning, 9.55. Dodgers, of course, have game four today coming up against yeah. the uh, Braves. Bullpen day for the Braves. Opportunity for the Dodgers in if they score a couple of runs early, and it's not just you run into a home run. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll take it. But Small ball, right. Yesterday felt like a missed opportunity. So hopefully the opportunities that do come, that come early. The Dodgers cash them in. And Cody Pellinger continues to be the second coming of uh, Mickey Mantle. Why not? Right? <laughs> just just keep hitting home runs. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.